Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. It is Jiggy. Hi, guys. It's Troy. <laughs> okay, and welcome back to the Pipe Bomb Podcast, the very first episode of 2021. Happy New Year. Mama. Happy New Year, by the way, everyone. Hopefully, your New Year is starting off right. I'm kind of sad because I'm going to have school in like two days. Let me let me laugh at her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, but um, look, you know what, guys? You know, 2021 is with is coming with a pretty strong start for our podcast. I would say number one, we are all, as of right now, we are six streams away from 400 streams or listens wow, on on in total. And like, I just remember though, like before, it took us like three months to get to 100, and then now it literally took us like three two weeks. It took it yeah, took like, us two or three weeks to get okay. here. Can you believe? Oh, bitch. We're improving so much. But like besides that, I have we have a couple of announcements as well. Um, first and foremost, um, I just would like to plug my tarot services are now open. Actually, right now DM you right. So like I do tarot, oracle, all that jazz. And I'm actually gonna post like a little pubmat later of the reviews of some of your favorite podcasters or stand Twitter people, including Troy over here. I actually haven't done Troy. So like we're literally doing this after <laughs> for recording. But but second and foremost, before I move on to Raw, our Patreon is officially launched. Yay! Okay, we're not exactly sure if we got the word out there or, but I don't know, maybe we just didn't get the word out there or something. But just in case, if y'all, if y'all didn't know, our Patreon is up. We have two tiers, $1 and $3. Um, the only big difference is if you're $3, you get a video versions of our interviews and our, and our reviews. And there's special ep- videos of everything, basically. So that's like the big difference among them. But coming our Patreon, our impact and NWE reviews, it's going to be a bi-weekly thing. So every two weeks, we're going to review impact and NWA. Like, and not just like what happened within that week, within the two weeks that we didn't talk about. So that's going to start when... Oh my god, I feel so bad because I forgot what the event is called. I think it's hard to kill. Yeah. Whatever impact hard. Yeah, I believe it's hard to kill as well. So the second the week after the week of impact hard to kill, we will be reviewing impact and NWA. And second, we're um, we're also gonna have a special episode that we're gonna do. The very first special episode is actually gonna be released this Wednesday, right? I'm pretty sure. Wednesday, yeah, we're gonna be recording throughout when I believe when are we going to record this Monday? I believe this Monday. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna and just a little, just a little sneak peek. We're gonna talk about one of the most untalked about stables in women's wrestling. Think about it. Not a lot of people talk about them, Troy. We're gonna talk about Extreme Expose Epilogue, but we're calling it Epilogue Expose because we're just gonna dive in and dive into further on what they did after Extreme Expose. And mm-hmm. then, am I forgetting? So, if you're gonna, oh, if you're gonna, if also, if you're gonna be a patron, you also have a discount to my tarot services. Um, I usually charge four dollars, but if you're a patron, you'll also have a discount there. And did I miss anything? Just making sure. I'm. Oh my god, we can't even remember anything. <laughs> but yeah, that, was that, that was that, I'm pretty sure that was everything. I'm pretty sure that was it. But so like, yes, guys. If you forget um, anything? It's all written there. It's all written there. And that's true. slash pipe bomb slash the pipe bomb shell. I think it's mm-hmm. just yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, the way I don't even know our own link. 
But but please. But um oh yes but like hopefully oh you know that was a pretty lengthy intro but you know we got our agenda out there we're also oh and shout out to our very first page from we have one patreon so far guys oh my god i'm i honestly got super excited when i saw this happen shout out to mgb graham aka one graham from good cup bad cup wrestling thank you so much graham you've been super supportive of us and catcha on and I, I mean, we've talked about this like on Twitter, like in the feed. So I'm just going to say it right out here. Catch us on the Good Cup, Bad Cup Wrestling episode. Um, January, like we're going to record on the 31st. So catch us over there. We're going to have a special guest appearance. But uh-huh. any more things, Chor, or shall we just move on to the well, next? I just hope that this year starts off great for all of you. And... Hopefully a better year for wrestling, because we all know how wrestling started last year with the whole pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. I hope we get better content, starting with the Rumble, because it's the road to WrestleMania after all. Speaking of that, girl, I finally got my WWE Network back. Like it took, it took like a week or something, and like uh, I'm just happy. I'm like, oh my god, please do not do this shit to me again in the Rumble. But yeah, that's all I have to say. So shall we just move on to Raw? Let's go. Yes, let's go to Raw. So, starting this week off with women's wrestling action for, well, not 2021, but technically, you know, the transition into 2021. We got Monday Night Raw. So, starting things off, we got a quick... Oh my! I was about to say one half of the tag champs, and I forgot Shane and I lost already. Um, no. Anyway, uh... <laughs> we got Shayna Baszler taking on Dana Brooke. You know what? I'll just I'll just go first, if I may, because girl, this go was ahead. extremely impressive. Because I, I remember I, I remember saying in the past like Dana Brooke and Shayna Baszler are such a weird like duo to put in the ring, but the, like the first time I've seen them together in the ring it was just super fresh and it was just super well done like i felt their chemistry so much and yeah i think they have underrated chemistry and i think this match just proved it dana brooke has improved so much like so much. she's she's been doing cartwheels everywhere she's been doing a lot of crazy ass shit i mean we've seen it in the past too but like Something with her momentum has changed. It feels like she's moving a bit faster. I don't know if it's because maybe she's more in in her element. Maybe she's been training a bit more. But it's definitely paying off. So I hope she and Mandy can do some, you know, tag team stuff this year. You know, maybe even gun after the tag titles. We never know what's going to happen. But that's it. Dana Brooke really impressed me with this match. Especially going up against someone like Shayna Baszler. You know, like she may have lost. You know, she may have tapped out, but she opened her eyes to her. Like, she, she has her attention. And I look forward to whatever she has in store. What about you? They had no right to serve like that early on in no the show. Right. No right. Girl, like, I was just, like, watching on the Thunderdome. I was on the Thunderdome again, oh, yeah, guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Guys, can I just say, I upgraded my seat in the middle of the show. Like, um, in, like, the first out, first... In like the first hour, um, in the first hour, I, I don't know, it was a men's, yeah, it was like Drew McIntyre and like Keith Lee or whatever. I saw myself, I was like in like this, I, I saw myself, but it was pretty far up in the stadium. But then like the second that like some Thunderdome mixed up happened, I was ringside. 
Girl. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the Charlotte Naya match because that's where he was. That's where I was. That was crazy. Yes. But like first and foremost, they had no right of serving this early in the match. Like this just proves how um the raw women's division they they have the talent, but WWE is just not using them correctly. It's kind of giving me AEW in a way, I'm not gonna lie. But at least AEW, like now they're pretty changing, let's be real. Like to be fair. Like AEW has a couple of women's storylines over here. Meanwhile, in Raw, the only storyline that I'm really getting so far is um, Shane and Naya versus Asuka and Charlotte. Like, even, like, SmackDown has more feuds than that, and they have fewer women. And even, like, I don't know if you guys watch Main Event Reckoning and Nikki Cross also have, like, a mini feud going on as well. Yeah. So, like, um, I just don't see why that couldn't be on Raw. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. But, but overall, this match was just amazing. This is the best that Shayna looked, in my opinion, um, in a very long time. I know I say that a lot, but this is genuinely yes, because she was able to handle not just not just Dana, but also Mandy at the same time, like even at the end. And, you know, um, oh, Kira yeah. Fuda clutch, tap, tap, tap. Uh, Mandy also got a little bit of the Kira Fuda clutch. Shayna Baszler is just like such, I think people even, because like, you know, it's pretty weird because like, I would say that she's kind of stuck in a comedy role, like in a borderline comedy role, right? Like she's been playing second fiddle to Nia Jax. And I don't know if you hear like the background noise of like the wind or anything, but sorry about that. But um, but like that's my main that's but that's my main thing though. Like she's been playing second fiddle, but I think people completely forget how much of a badass that she is. And this just proves that just this just proves that. So she's starting not the year right, but like the the transition right. Like she's starting off right. Yeah. Um, nearing the end of twenty twenty towards twenty twenty one. So I'm really hoping I am manifesting because I really hope it's about time Shayna Baszler gets a women's championship. A main roster women's championship may be on Raw or SmackDown this year. Where would I rather see her take it? Um, I'll just say Raw just because I don't know. Because like I honestly have I have a gut feeling that Charlotte's gonna be the one to take the belt of Asuka with in Raw. And yeah. I feel like what way would it be to start a Raw Women's Championship run with Shayna Baszler winning against Charlotte? That's all I have to say. That would be a great feud. Charlotte and Shayna. Pretty interesting. But moving on, we got a quick Alexis Playground segment, as Jiggy called it. But TLDR, pretty much what happened was she challenged Randy Orton. Like, I challenge you. Yes. You know, like, kind of reminded me of, like... Tonight! Why, why does that remind me of something like, I challenge you? It reminds me of something, but I just don't know what. But... What is she saying? I don't know either, but... That was pretty crazy, like Alexa Bliss challenging Randy Orton. Girl, Kim Orton, get your man, cause something's go- something's about to go down. No, <laughs> yeah, literally though. But you know, yeah, there really wasn't that much to it. It's like a two-part kind of deal, and I think most of our thoughts are what happens um, later on in the night, which closed the show, by the way, which 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 was yeah. which was pretty epic. So I really, um, this was pretty cool. And I just love Alexa's playground. Like literally, they, WWE went, went off for that with the slide, with the seesaw. No, there wasn't a seesaw. There was like the the pony that you're. I, I don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah. but, like you know, the pony where you ride. I just call it the has the rocket, whatever you call it. I call it the has a pony just because I don't know if y'all watch. Um, wait, I forgot what it's called. Like the barn. 
Back to the Barnyard or something like that. Like the one with the cow. Sure. The one with Otis oh, the cow. I don't know. That. Probably that. I'm not sure. I forgot. Yes, yes, yes. I'm pretty sure. And they they call it the has a pony. So like ever since I've just been calling it that. But like you know with the swing of course, and WWE went off with that, and I really appreciate that. But yeah, it's really like a more two part of thing that I guess we'll just talk about later on. Yeah, I, I agree. But you know, it's crazy to see like Alexa Bliss of all people challenging Randy Orton. That was you know that was pretty crazy. My timeline was in shambles. Like they were like, what the hell is going on? But with that Same. Said, I think there's there's more to say at the other segment of Alexa. So moving on, we got another segment. We got a lot of segments, by the way. We got a quick segment between Charlotte Flair and Oscar, the, the Raw Tag Team Champions. Oh my God, the women's. Yes, they might as well be the Raw Women's they Tag Team be- Champions. No, never mind. I'm gonna scratch. I'm scratching that. They want this SmackDown. <laughs> well, okay, they did though. Their props. Did I'll give but, it that. Right, you know, TLDR, all they did was like throw shade at Nia Jax. Which, which yeah, I am living for. And apparently I'm living like for. A massive face now from what she's trying to she show is. us. But I feel like she's gonna, I don't know. I just have a gut feeling. You know, it's Charlotte Flair. It's, like, like, it's not like she's gonna align herself with the Raw Women's Champion for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, we all know where it's going. I think. I feel like it's. I feel like their feud is really gonna be more of like a friendly duo kind of thing. Like I don't see her for turning heel anytime soon. Like as much as heels Charlotte is your period, to be honest, to face Charlotte, I don't see her turning heel there anytime soon. And you know, overall, like as much as people wanna shit on the fact that they're not an actual tag team, which let's be tr- let's be fair over here, um, they're kind of just like put together, but they're two very dominant women in WWE now two Grand Slam champions and all I'm gonna say is their friendship is pretty cute you gotta admit it it's pretty I find it cute like it's very fun like yeah that's all I already said that's all I really gotta say ain't here but you know something we gotta talk about is this segment with the former women's tag team champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler girl I was like where are they not gonna mention the rumble anywhere or anytime the show but finally this segment pretty much gave it to us so apparently Nia Jax is declaring herself for the rumble and it looks like Shane is declaring herself as well so that's two spots in 28 women to go but I think that's all I have to say actually interesting that we're finally starting off the rumble season because you know it's one of the my favorite events of the year um you know things are very unpredictable but I have a feeling that Nia and Shane are going to be in the last four Top four in the match. I don't know. Same here, to be honest. I can see them both lasting. Like, I have a gut feeling that that would probably when that would probably be when Lana returns and she would eliminate one of them, or if not both, maybe Naya. But um, I'm guessing, yeah, there's really that much, not not that much to say. I'm just super excited that we are finally getting some Rumble announcement over here. Like the Rumble, like even with Legends Night, no, not Legends, yeah, yeah, Legends Night happening. I'm just like, girl, these women could possibly be on the be on the Rumble. Like you know, some people might come. Some people might complain, like, oh, they should have just saved them for the Rumble. They shouldn't have been in Legends Night. I'm like, no, bitch, I'll take it. Like, if they're going to be in the Rumble, like, if I see Eve Torres in the ring again, and, like, who else is there? 
Ivory, like people haven't been Ivory. in the rumble. I'm specifying them. Melina. Melina. Jacqueline has been, but Jacqueline, but I wouldn't mind seeing Jacqueline again. But I wouldn't mind seeing any of them back in the rumble. But yeah, that's really just like the things that really pops out to your head. And like, you know, NXT women might also be there. And yeah, I know. You know what? I'm honestly anticipating a Shayna and Naya. Not a not a complete split, but you know those spots where like the tag team partner eliminates. Yeah. Oh my god! Person eliminates tag team. I can see that yeah. happening for sure. And like I honestly, what a side would. I, 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 like, I, I, I'm I just imagining. Like, go on. My bad. Like, remember go on, like go on, that fatal four way where it was like Natty, Lay Cool, and then Eve, and then it was a yes. Royal Rumble match, but. And then later yeah. was like mm-hmm. facing up people like <laughs> they, they look like, so mad. They look so scared. That's so true. That. If I if I was them, I would have pinned one of them so both of them could have been champion. But that is the problem right now. But you know, like it's very honestly, I don't know why, but I really want to see that sight or like that visual of Shayna choking Naya out and then Naya gets eliminated. Like, you know, in the ropes, like what she usually does. I feel like that would be amazing and yeah. something that would honestly be a That's all I have to say. And then Kelly Kelly does a K2 to Shayna. Period. Kelly Kelly, come yeah. over here. Come yeah. to our show and come to the Rumble. Come to the Rumble, yeah. if not. I can't wait for the rumble. That's all I have to say. But moving on, we have to talk about this as well. Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax because a girly over here was at ringside. And she I was is on at a ringside of a lot of videos on YouTube. Cause for because you know, WWE didn't, didn't upload it. Really, I, I believe it's because they didn't Charlotte. Yeah, they didn't upload it on their official YouTube because I think it's because Charlotte had a wardrobe malfunction. Like I watched it. She on, did. Like, I didn't even notice it. Yeah, what happened was like I was watching the match, obviously, in a third-party um, server, because you, you can't watch it officially <laughs> on, your, on the network yet. But what happened was, I think it was when Naya was pinning her, and then, you know, the shot was, like, on her crotch area, to put it in. Oh, and I then see, I after, see. After the rep counted to two, like, the screen went black. And you know how fast um, the... You know how fast WWE is, like, cutting out these... You know, like these. Maybe I just didn't notice it. Yeah, like they couldn't I didn't notice really it, I guess. You know what? I feel like it's because they learned from Rosa Mendes and Layla. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> they probably learned their lesson to always be safe. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was such an. Yeah, the funniest part about that match is that even if you like watch it right now, it's still there. Like, they, they really cut the black, but like there's like a second where they just show Rose's bare butt. <laughs> I re- I no, this is this is what making me remember Total Divas. And then like Rosa yeah. was pr- was planning another wardrobe <laughs> with Alicia. That, that was funny. Was no, but funny. like let's get, right right let's get to the topic. Let's get to the topic. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I guess. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, oh. We forgot about it. Yeah, I forgot. But the thing with the match itself is that um, we've never really seen Charlotte and Nia go face to face, aside from the one time on Raw, like a few years ago, and of course the tag mm-hmm. team match at TLC. But didn't they have a match like earlier this year where Nia took Charlotte out, or was that like a oh tag yeah, match? Charlotte Nia and Natty? Oh, that was a great match. Oh yes, great yes, match, yes, yes. From what I remember, 
So, you know, this is like the first of four times they've been in the ring together. And it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Um, of course, none of them lost. You know, um, it was a DQ finish because Shayna interfered. But it wouldn't make sense for any of them to win either because you don't want Naya tapping out right after she announced herself for the Rumble. It'll make her look weak. And you can't have the women's tag champion lose either after a huge win at TLC. So it just made sense. But at the same time, I really feel like Charlotte versus Naya would be a great feud like solo feud in the future not now obviously because they're in a tag team but it'll be interesting to see especially in the rumble when charlotte lifted nye on her shoulders that's Beth true Phoenix Beth Phoenix oh my god yes with her but shira era her she- oh my god but you know it, it's interesting to see what do you think Miss Ringside yeah, honest, Reporter, what do you think? Uh, I'm not Ringside man? Reporter. Um, <laughs> so um, I am taking Charlie Cruz's gig now. I lied, but like to be honest, to be honest though, like there are two of the most protected women in WWE right now. Like they haven't been, they haven't, they didn't take a lot of falls last year, or and I highly doubt they're gonna take a lot of falls this year. So it just makes sense that Shayna would. Um, be Shayna would get involved, so there wasn't like that. Not, there wasn't really anything gag worthy about the match, in my opinion. It was like a typical raw match. Um, I feel like the, just seeing Dana and Shayna serve early kind of just like oh yeah, put emphasis on it that, and yeah. it really did. And I just really hope that these two women get like more of a chance to fight each other. Like I'm not exactly sure when um the Shayna Naya rematch will be, but. Whenever it will happen, I am so excited. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I really hope Naya takes the pin of this one because Shayna doesn't, Shayna doesn't, yeah, Shayna I don't feel like she should have another loss. She like has. She got, she got pinned by Lana. She got pinned by Charlotte. By the live by Liv Morgan as well. Like, okay, by I, I understand Oscar. that. Like I, I understand that we don't we've seen her be super dominant in NXT, but like you know, taking too much losses, especially for someone like her, it's a bit you know a bit iffy on her character. But at the same time, I'm not super mad, but I'm starting to get a bit you know like where's this going? I'm worried for what Shane is gonna be. You know, it'll it'll probably. It That's might true. end up Same with, here. Like, with like Marina and Jessamine where we just forget about her. But <laughs> yeah, oh, oh I wait, Marina's serving though. Did you see her photos? Yes. She's oh a my god, champion. Okay, we're gonna get off topic, but she she looked like a <laughs> diva girl. She looked great. Miss Miss Roderick Strong girl, you are one lucky man. I miss you Marina. One you're man. one lucky woman. Oh, <laughs> and Britt you're one Baker. Lucky... Baker. Yeah. Lucky... Not... Are we just gonna talk about the under? <laughs> get... Oh my god, we're gonna get so thirsty okay. again. Hang on. Hang on. Moving on to our second to the last segment. This is gonna be interesting because we got a segment That's true. Angel Garza saying that he's going to be giving one of his roses. I don't even know what he's doing, but, you know, he's hot, so I watch him. But, <laughs> but he, apparently he's going to be giving one of his roses to one of the female Rosa legends. Rosa Mendes? Rosa, Rosa Mendes? I don't know, but, you know, there's like, it opens a lot of opportunities. But before we get to the prediction, predictions on who he's going to give it to, I do want to bring up the fact that he is the 24-7 champion right now. Oh, he yeah, he on New is. So there's a really good possibility. Oh God. That was that Levi's the only reason why they gave him the chance? Probably. Yeah, sure. Oh my God. 
I feel so bad that at the same time give the divas the 24/7 time. Like Melina should be a champion again. Girl, like they they did, they did her dirty. What they oh did her dirty with that referee, referee gimmick or something. Again. Oh my imagine god, her ODB era. It's her ODB era. But yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Who do you think is going to partner up with Angel? You know, she wasn't announced, but I'm going to say Eva Marie. But just because it has been reported that she has signed with WWE. Yeah, she has. And what I know. And um WWE, you know, Eva Marie has hinted some like things here and there and not going to lie, I honestly believe it. And you know, but if not even if I if I have to pick among the few, among the women who has been announced, uh I don't really know. Maybe Melina. Just like Melina. putting it out there, Melina. Why not? I'd like I'd like to see Eve. Or Tori Wilson. Or Tori Wilson. Oh, when when she doesn't know the job. Carmela, <laughs> you better well, I, hey, oh my god. Carmella have you seen the SmackDown? Have you seen the SmackDown, y'all? That face of us. We're talking about it later. But but holy shit. Oh my god. Legend Mm -hmm. status. But any other I don't know. That's really that's really it. Eva Marie, Melina, Tori Wilson. I don't know who else. Okay. Well, moving on to the main event of the evening. We got a segment. It was Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. And she said, let me take a bath, child. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I know it's a serious thing. I know, and you know, the whole gasoline fire thing, like that's crazy. <laughs> we, all know it, we all know it's water. We all know it's water because obviously gasoline is dangerous. If you do not put that shit on your on your head, crazy ass like that. Like, you know, it just it just works well with her role. You know, she's just. I really know. She's pretty much the scene at this point. And she really is. She's, she's acting. She's acting up. She's her crazy. Acting, period. She's crazy. You know, honestly, at this point, I'm just like, I'm imagining how this would have been if there was a crowd and how they would have reacted to it. People would be crazy. People, I don't know if they would be gagged or they would be laughing or something. And that scares me. Like, <laughs> like they're gonna be like, oh my god, I don't know. But yeah, it was just like definitely a moment. Um, Randy Orton, um, supposedly, according to the cut, and you know, uh, supposedly did set Alexa Bliss on fire. So I want to see where this goes. Like, will Alexa Bliss get crystallized and be ready, like a glamazon bitch, ready for the runway next yeah. on the Royal Rumble? <laughs> Oh yes, RuPaul's Drag Race now out, guys. Watch now RuPaul's out. Drag Race, guys. Uh-huh. Um, season 13. But yeah, honestly, I just don't really know where it's going to... I don't know what to, what ha- will happen to Alexa after this. And all I'm going to say is Alexa and Nikki never got their proper ending. Give it oh, to me now. Closure, like, girl, what happened to Nikki? They really... With reckoning. She said, let me, let me yes. get a song and let me hit The Heartbreaker by Eve. <laughs> Yes, the heart. <laughs> the heart she, she doesn't hook the leg anymore, right? She doesn't hook the leg. That's true. Just, I was like, Eve Torres. Oh my god. Eve Torres versus Nikki Cross next week. I'm calling it. Who does a better yes. match? Ooh. What I have to say is Alexa Bliss is 
definitely one of the best actresses we've seen in recent memory. Um, you know what? We say this every single week. <laughs> we love Alexa Bliss so much. Um, the fact That's that she's true. in the event of Raw and it's a segment, not even a match. Like, that's crazy. And like with Randy Orton. With Randy Orton of all people. Like being able to keep up with Randy Orton. And like the fact that I, I I'm gonna repeat it again, as I always say in, like, in each review. I don't know how she can just look at Randy in the eye and just act normal. Like if I was looking at Randy in the eyes, I would burn myself um, as well. I was like, let me let can- me fast. <laughs> Kim uh, Orton. Well, Kim Orton, I'm gonna give you a bow down to the queen by Charlotte, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not her. natural selection of bow down to I, the I, queen. I like better, better, but with that said, um, it fits more. It fits more. True, but like, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that it's a cliffhanger. I really enjoyed the cliffhanger because we don't know what the hell's happening. You know, what I really didn't season? know. Like, like, I was in the Thunderdome and I was so confused. I'm like, was that the end of the show? Like, next thing I heard, I heard Vince McMahon to voice saying, that's a wrap. I'm like, that's it, bitch. Um, hello? No, I mean, like, he didn't talk to the Thunderdome, but you know how, like, the Thunderdome has, like, a guide or something? Like, it picked it up. Like, whatever, like, the guy, whatever, um, the guy's microphone was saying, it it picked up Vince McMahon's voice. I'm just like, bitch, that's it? For real? Like, I was like, next week, I guess. So, yes. Agreed. So, any more comments or anything? Uh, you know, it's, it's a cliffhanger, but I think it's perfect for the ending of 2020 because 2020 was a mess. So, it would only make sense that it would be a transition. You're right. And they did tease that something was going to happen with Alexa and Randy on Legends Night. I don't know what that is. Yes. I would like to see it, but final thoughts on Raw? We got. Relatively a lot of things to talk about, not gonna lie. So final thoughts on Raw. Um give us more storylines. That's all I have to say. Like like besides besides the um tag team storyline right now that between like Shane and Naya and Oscar and Charlotte, the only raw women's storyline happening right now is Mia, I was about to say Mia and Reckoning, <laughs> Nikki and Reckoning. So, um, and that hasn't really, and that's not even on Raw. That's a main event. So then, they should really like, they should really like get their cards together because those are amazing cards. Agreed. Well, that's all we have for Monday Night Raw. Um, great closure for 2020. Um, but 2021 started way better because of SmackDown. But with that said, I guess let's move on to. NXT, and the best NXT. show in the house. Of course. F A B U L O U N. My name is Carmella, and I am the princess. <laughs> no, I was about to say, and I'm the most fabulous diva in NXT. I just wanted to say that. That was so iconic. <laughs> like, uh, it was a bit unfortunate. It was a bit unfortunate she didn't bring that to the main roster. Like, but to be fair, I like the Carmella that we have now. But without further ado, here is NXT. We didn't get a much, but we gotta give it to them, honey. It's the holidays. They're dynamite. <laughs> Not the dynamite era, but uh, I I do not want to comment. All I'm gonna say is the dynamite was pretty this today. 
I mean, this week. So let's talk about that. Of course, honoring the late great Brody Lee, John Huber, rest of that. Um, hope you're hope you're doing well right now, Brody. But speaking of NXT, um, we didn't really get that much, but we gotta consider the fact that those women have been serving us some matches for weeks, and yeah. I'm pr- I'm honestly super happy that. Um, they got their they they got their well-deserved break, but at the same time, we finally got to see a couple of I new-ish faces in NXT. So new faces, and if, but first up, we got another segment with Zaylee and Boa. But finally, girl, not gonna lie, I was a bit I was I was a bit getting bored now with that segments overall. With like because it was getting wow. a little bit repetitive for my taste. But finally, we got yes. a date, New Year's Evil. Yes. We are going to see Zayali and Boa back. Any predictions on what they'll do? I have no idea what they're going to do. <laughs> I have no idea. You know what? We can dream, but I'm, my, my fantasy like booking is go straight to the top. You know, um, I know Karrion Cross has this, this thing right now. And, you know, That's they could true. go toe-to-toe with Karrion and Scarlet. I was about to say though, like, um, for me, the ideal thing is to go against I love the way, yeah, to go against the way against Indy, <laughs> Indy, uh, specifically Indy and Austin, just because I don't, I really don't see what they're gonna do now, now that they're aligned with Gargano and Candice. I just don't really see what they're gonna do over there. But if not, if we're just gonna get like a big reveal, I'm not gonna be mad. This has been a long time coming. And I'm pretty happy though. Like this is like the first big long storyline that we got to like um that we got to like discuss in our podcast, TBH. Like ever since episode girl, I don't know. Like it's been like it's been like a long time coming. Yeah. So I'm just pretty happy that we're finally getting it. And I'm one hundred percent interested. And without further ado, shall we just go on to the second and the final match? Surprisingly, the dynamite era. Oh my god, the dynamite era. But okay, let's go because we gotta do you. <laughs> Okay, but um, Mercedes Martinez finally returns to the ring since September, I believe. It's been a while, honey. Like, her last no. match was up against Rhea Ripley. And she doesn't even have a match as retaliation for retribution. So, well, it's been, it's been a while. But I think now was really the perfect time to be in there. Because she went up against the debuting Valentina Feroz from... Oh, okay. Valentina. Valentina. Again, the drag race references. We're in drag race seasons, honey. I'm so yeah. sorry. We're gonna we're gonna it's that time of year. So we expect a lot of those. Or like whatever like they'll say in the show. We're probably gonna make like references to that or something. But you know, talking about talking about um Valentina and Mercedes, you know, it was a squash match. So I can't what? really say much, but all I'm gonna say is Miss Valentina can sell, and Miss Valentina can sell. And part of me was kind of like, oh, what? this should have been Ali or Santana Garrett. But another part of me is just like, yeah, but Uh-oh. if it were Santana and Aliyah, I would complain if they lost. So, oh, not thinking about it, but I feel like there should be a mini feud with Mercedes and Aliyah with Robert this Stone involved. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. 
And yeah, that's all I really have to say. Mercedes Martinez is a motherfucking badass. And it's about her, it's about time that WWE finally uses her correctly. Because, you know, even as much as, as amazing things she has done in outside of WWE, WWE has yet to build her up of what on on that. Like people just like not a lot of like casual WWE fans really get to know her. And like yeah, that's all I really have to say. Just give Mercedes a chance. Give Mercedes a chance. Come on, Divas fans. Hashtag me give Mercedes a chance. As in Mercedes Bernardo. Yes. Period. No, I'm kidding. And Martinez. It can be both. It can be both. The thing with so, Mercedes Martinez is like she's, she's such a respected athlete outside of WWE. And like the thing there is that I don't know why, but people aren't like maybe super familiar with what she's done as opposed to like you know how men's wrestlers are extremely popular even outside WWE? Like, say, Kenny Omega and, like, who else? Even AJ Styles. When he debuted Kore Ibushi. Kore Ibushi, yeah. But when Mercedes debuted in the Rumble, where was the noise? No comments. Crickets. Literally crickets. Well, we, we, people were sort of like, yay. Yeah. That was pretty much it. And I felt so bad for that. Mercedes, damn Marti- Mercedes Martinez step in the building, bitch. Better, better Girl, get on AEW, the, the AEW, the AEW, like Casino Battle Royale gave her a better reaction. Like, that, was, that was the, the one fuck. she deserved. People were screaming, like, which is why I worry that maybe in the future, if we do get Mako Satomura, if she debuts in the Rumble and people give her nothing, let me leave the I'm show gonna right give, I'm going to give it. I'm gonna give them this face. I'm gonna give that. You know what? No comment. Because, like, these girlies have been busting around. Hey, Brit. Hey, Brit. Like, 20 plus years. And, like, they're gonna give them dust. I do not accept it. Not on my watch. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, it's give Mercedes crazy. a match. A, a match, know. a chance. They gave her a match. Her. Give her a chance. But I think so, what they need to do with her right now is to give her quality matches. I, I'm okay with a squash match, but only if it's mm-hmm. right Because she's had lots of squash matches. Girl. Like, she squashed Casey. She has. Who else has she squashed? OMG, um, where is Casey and Kaden? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're having We're dinner. in catering. We're, We're in catering. catering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> They're you both K- case as well. Kelly Keith yeah. Zara and Keith yeah. Carter. The Kelly Kelly. Kelly. Oh my god. But yeah, I think what we need for Mercedes is a quality match. You know, I understand that she gave us um the cage match with Rhea. That was okay. nice. Like amazing, like period. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, I don't remember anything else. Because her her best matches you that spilled. I did are all on the Mayan Classic. And like the Mayan Classic doesn't technically mm-hmm. count. As a build, if you know what I mean, but it doesn't. You know what? Twenty twenty one, new year for Mercedes. Um, why not dethrone EO or something? I won't be mad. I would be gl- I would be happy if she dethroned EO. Like nothing against EO, but if it were Mercedes Martinez to take it, girl, she's like thirty seven years old or something. She only has a few years left in the business. As much as I hate to say it. So I think now would be such a great time for her to get that championship, to get a WWE championship on her belt. So, yeah, like 
at the rate it's going, I really don't see. I really thought it was gonna be Raquel because of how they they're building up. You know, it could possibly still be Raquel, but as yeah, of right possibly. now, maybe I'll give the edge to Mercedes and Raquel. Why not yeah. all of them? <laughs> Why not take the title of Grand Era? Oh, let what? Me find, let me find the women's division. <laughs> <laughs> the era. No, they're going to give us like the Raw 2016 era where they, they could have oh. decided to be Sasha and Charlotte. Mm. But yeah, that's all I really have to say. I really hope Mercedes Martinez gets some sort of something in Year's Evil, even though she has nothing. And she, she's not booked. I mean, like as of right now, they haven't announced anything with her. So I really hope she gets like a match against like I don't know like as much as I hate to say it, Amber Moon is becoming like their, she, they're like their she's like their I, how should I say this? I forgot like, Amber wait. was in the division. <laughs> no, oh I do God, not want to comment. I forgot Amber. I what do not want thing? to comment. Oh my God! Didn't you? Her last match was like two weeks ago in Spokane. That was the main event. Hello. Oh my God! My bad. Okay, I remember. But, I remember. but like, to be honest, though, like, as much as I hate to say it, Amber has, like, become, like, their face jobber, like, their big face jobber. So I can see myself, I can see my, I can see them doing an Amber versus Mercedes match. But let's just see. Do you have any more comments or shall we just move on to SmackDown? Since UK doesn't really give us much. You know what, NXT, you fed us the whole year. You're tired. I understand. You're tired of carrying the rest I of the I understand you. I understand you need to take a rest, and you gave me Mercedes Martinez, so <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't have any. They gave a, they're giving us an appetizer for twenty twenty one. So, so I really He's hope up. more has to come. And without further ado, do you wanna? Shall we move on? Let's move on to SmackDown. So closing things off this week for WWE, we have SmackDown. And as usual, we do not have that much content, but understandably. I would argue that the, you know what? They would they gave us all of the women that they could have given us. So I'll give them that. Yeah. But in terms in terms of quantity, it was few, but in terms of quality, let me it was a- climb the yay, 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 amazing. It was amazing. And as usual, we no, got but- our- Traditional divas tag team matches, you know, no complaints here. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! I said amazing, but Naomi wasn't on SmackDown, so Girl. sorry to this man. <laughs> no comment. But um, starting things off, we got the Riot Squad taking on the team of supposedly Billy Kay, but she didn't know that she was and... she wasn't a wrestler. Um, Tamina and Natalia. But first things first. We got to talk about the elephant in the room. Natalia's remixed theme song. I Sasha Banks era. Oh my god. Ooh. Like, Sky's the Limit version 2. <laughs> I don't know the title. New Foundation. The heart, there New Foundation version, version two. 2. I don't know, girl. This is only her third theme song throughout her whole Oh, yeah. It's been like 10 years. Yeah, she. Crazy. I forgot about her first theme song. That- <laughs> yeah, baby. that was that's iconic. That's iconic. That's that that is her, iconic. That was her like era when she was like putting Sherry in the sharpshooter while she was in a gown. <laughs> yes, or like what else? Okay, can I can I just say look the way that Natalia debuted as a blonde, but she got her, became a redhead and went back on becoming a blonde. I iconic. Know. Iconic. But uh, wait, let's you, talk about the theme song itself. What do you think? <laughs> okay. What do you think? 
honestly not gonna lie at first i was like is that bret hart because that's like that's very bret similar hart. to the original foundation okay, music yeah. And I guess it's a little, it's a good little spin to it. It's very fresh, very new. And even Natty's jacket was pretty new, if you've noticed. Like, it's not the usual jacket that she wears. So maybe this is a good sign for Natalia. And I'm really hoping that um, it seems like as sad as I hate, as much as I hate to say it, because she was one of the OG divas. Yes, not women. Divas that I got to watch. Um, it looks like she's in the tail end of her career. So I, I'm just really hoping that this theme song is a sign of possibly at least a tag team championship run or something. So I'm just hoping. Well, for me, first of all, this theme song, um, when it started, I was like, okay. Because I, I didn't really see the match first. I saw someone on Twitter saying, um, Natty's theme song is dope. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And I listened to it and it had the iconic... Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, what's new? And then I heard the drums. I heard an electric guitar, bitch. It felt like it was a whole ass band. And I was just living like, I was like, oh, shit. This, this is a bop. Like, it oh my is. God, one of my favorites. Like, I feel like, well, obviously, Death Rebel probably made like their own version of it. I don't know why. Because, you know, it's under Jim Johnson, which mm-hmm. is someone who WWE has like, you know, connections with. You know, unlike a third band who disbanded over here. I don't know them. But, but you know, so I was like, what's going on? Why did they change Natty's theme? But to see it work out for the better. And it, I agree with you. It makes me interested. Like, do they have plans for Natty or something? And like, I don't know. And like, can we talk about how WWE has low-key been protecting Natty ever since last year? Ever like. Since. The only time that I can recall her, like she's taken a number of losses, but the only time she actually had the fall against her was on Survivor Series. Survivor Series. So, exactly. So I want to yeah. know what they're going. I don't want to. I want to know where they're going with this. To be honest. And speaking yeah. of Natty, can I just say, since this is our first episode of 2021, I just mm-hmm. want to remind everyone one of the most iconic lines of the quarantine era in wrestling. Do you know who I am? I am two paws as a mother. Okay, that's oh, all I'm saying. <laughs> um, I, I, I think this is a different era for her. I think this is her baddie era because of the whole that's band true. entrance music. I don't know. We don't know what's going to go on. But with that said, um, apparently Billy Kay is now a manager on Ringside. Is it going to be permanent? She added it to her resume. Know. It's on her resume. So that's interesting to see. And before we do get into the match, a bit more on Billy Kay because... Some people are thinking like they don't have plans for her, but part of me sort of has hope, mainly because she had this whole segment on Talking Smack all to herself. So like she that, did. Yes, I she don't did. watch Talking. Did. I should watch Talking Girl, Smack. I swear to God, I should watch should Bro Talk and Talking start. Smack. You should start because those are like considering that I have the on. network, and you know, even and though they have give us problems sometimes. No comment. <laughs> Go on. It's so amazing, especially since Paul Heyman is on Talking Smack now. Like, seeing him and Billy Kay on the same table, it's kind of like weird seeing how their characters match in some way. It's cool, it's great, but you know, the fact that they gave her her own moment there, it's kind of like, like, I think they have plans for her. What do you think? Oh, sorry about that, but honestly, (laughs) at this point, um, she's definitely getting the Jillian Hall treatment that I kind of expected, that I was kind of expecting. But you know, you know, she's being showcased every week, which is actually she had. 
she it's which is on one up on like a couple a lot of women in raw like nikki cross hasn't been on a raw in a while like she's been on main event but i don't want to count that just because like I, it's not raw yeah i mean it's like, like nikki cross hasn't been for a showcase there neither has kate and her lacy so i really think that this is definitely like a one-up for i feel so bad for peyton and lacy i swear to god but um it just proves how billy k they have plans for her this is not her first time in talking smack and they wouldn't give her this mini storyline with the riot squad if because this is so because like you know i thought this was a one-off thing but apparently this is going to be a storyline so i'm 100 here for it so yeah let's just see what happens after that I, i i do think though that they have plans for her what exactly i have no idea but part of me feels like she has a very big chance of winning the 24 7 championship really time i need really I, soon i, I can see it the rumble. i thought you were gonna say the rumble and i was like girl <laughs> do not go there we can we can dream but yes. not, too, not too far <laughs> I'm I mean, manifesting. I, I am manifesting that Peyton and Bailey freaking face to face. That we should have gotten Survivor Series. <sighs> yeah, know, I really hope it happens. happens. It has to happen when they come out number one and two. You know what? The amount of tag teams that WWE broke up last year. There's going to be a lot of interesting face to faces over here. It's like Bailey and Peyton, Mandy and Sonia, Natty and Lana. Hello. That's gonna, Alexa and Nikki. I feel like Alexa and Nikki will also have another oh, one. Sure. You know, so, Reckoning and Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mercedes? I only know retaliation. <laughs> But yeah, um, all jokes aside, um, into this match itself, um, what do you think? Well, this match was pretty quick. Not gonna lie, I don't really remember much of it. But all I'm gonna say is Tamina and Natalia. It just gives me very big nostalgia vibes because they were they like so I had started fun. watching I started watching around 2011 20 yeah 2011 2010 and they were like and I mean and they were like the women that were heavily showcased and you know up to this day I am still puzzled on why they never gave Tamina a Divas Championship run like she had so much attempts like she had her if Natty has her yearly SummerSlam push Tamina had her yearly elimination chamber push. So so I I was just a bit surprised that Tamina never got the championship but you know it was nice to see them tag a little homage um there as they did the Divas of Doom that era of women's wrestling and you know Riot Squad they've been growing on me and an unpopular I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion but I preferred this Riot Squad more than the last one because this one they're actually giving them like storylines i mean like treatment wise like that's no disrespect to shia logan or anything but like treatment wise from wwe no i have no words no i mean like um (laughs) no disrespect to shia logan Uh but like now they actually have a direction that wwe is giving them and they're actually one of the legit um established tag teams out there so if wwe doesn't give them the belts very soon i don't know what the fuck that they're doing But overall, match was pretty solid. It was also fun how Billy switched sides, and I know I can honestly see Billy like trying to vibe with the Riot Squad. She'd be like, "I'm the new Sarah Logan or something." <laughs> um, I actually don't know how that'll gonna... go, but I think it's. I actually had like an idea of what could happen. Like she would try to fit in with like the Riot Squad, and in some way, it true. Would... Honestly, I don't. I don't think I would be mad about it because I think her mic. My... Skills would just propel them to the top or something. Like whether as a manager or as, or as like a third member or something, I don't know. But you know what? Anything with Billy Kay is golden. 
Oh my God. Imagine if Riot Squad wins the championships and Billy is their manager. I would dream. I would dream uh, for that. that. That's really possible though. Not gonna lie. That's true. But yeah, same with you. It was a pretty short match. Um, I actually want to talk about, because you know, Riot Squad, typical tag team moves. Good job there. Because, um, you know, we need more of those in our division. But my main thing here is um, Nadia and Tamina. Would you, yes. be, would you be mad if they became a tag team? Because I wouldn't. Because I think. Oh we, my God, who's that person in your background? Oh my God, that's my sister. <laughs> oh my God, Hi, Troy, sister. Um, <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Um, I don't think I would be mad seeing Nadia and Tamina team up, like as a, as a legit team. Because you know how, well, Natty has a lot of friends. <laughs> Let's say that. that. But you That's know, true. Has history with Tamina. Like I know they've been enemies in the past, but welcoming committee. Does anyone remember that? Oh my god! And when Carmella, wait, Carmella Joy. Hey, but like in terms and of when like, Lana, and when Lana like comes in and does crazy stuff. Well, anyways, as I was saying, saying um. I wouldn't be mad if Natty and Tamina teamed up because, you know, they're both powerhouses. Um, They're in some way the veterans of the division. Like, they are. They're the moms. Yeah, they're the moms. I don't know what they're going to bring to the table as a team, but I guess we can only find out. You know, at this point, WWE, like, we're just like, if you're not doing anything, you're going to be a tag team. And I can definitely see them what I can definitely see them doing that with Tamina and Natty. And to be honest, I'm not going to be mad at it. It actually, it works in my opinion. Like, Here's the thing though, like here's my thing. Um when it comes to themes like that, it's either I'm gonna hate it at first or love it at first. Like sure. or love it already. Like look at Mandy and Dana. I immediately love their sparing because it works. True. Meanwhile, Peyton and Lacey. Who? Um, all I'm gonna say is it's a bit messy, but I hope they're going somewhere. That's all I have to say. You know, okay, just before we move on to the next Divas Tag Team match, bro, I had this, like, vision in the past where we would see a stable of Natty, Tamina, and Charlotte, and it'll, it'll just be, like, the female legacy. Like, second Ooh, and third generation. That's true. That is some crazy shit. Like, not gonna lie. That but- is amazing. And when Simone Johnson joins them. Technically, Wait, Carmella is also bad. second generation. So Who is she related to? I actually don't know. Wait, I, I really don't know who. Um, no offense, no. I know she's second generation. I know she's second generation. Is she? How do you know? She Are you sure? Total divas. <laughs> Trust Wait, me. Well, maybe Nia Jax um, could fit in that category oh, too. Nia Jax, for sure. Who else? Um, but that would be cool though. That's all I think of. Maybe Birdie. <laughs> <gasps> yes, Birdie's their manager. Yeah, but you know. Um, any final thoughts? What about Billy Kay? I personally, she she shined here in some weird way. Like she didn't even smack. Compete. Smackdown but, has been entertaining me. Like why can't the other shows do this? Like I can understand NXT. You know, it's their off week. Like you know, yeah. they're all in the holidays. They've been carrying. So like I'm gonna give you like a break. But like why have why can't Raw step it up? Like if I because like you know how we usually compare NXT and AEW. I usually compare Smackdown with the, with Raw. So, Ra, why don't you step it up? Hello? Like, I really wasted my Thunderdome chances in Raw. I lied, no. That's so true, though. Like, I would give up my Raw seats so I could go to SmackDown. Like, no comment. And I wouldn't even have to wake up so early. Like, or even stay there for so long just to wait for the... Because they don't have main event. I know, like, no comment. But, 
you know what? With that said, moving on to our next Divas Tag Team match of the night, we got Bailey and Carmella, Baymella. Oh my gosh, the reunion. And not gonna lie, they look pretty cool as a They're team. amazing as a team. As usual. I'm trying to do like and I'm trying to do like the Bailey hands. Whatever. She she's past that era. <laughs> but they took on the team of Bianca Belair and the SmackDown Divas champion Sasha Banks. She oh. hates the word divas. How dare you? Let me. You know what? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of the match? You know, this for, is wait, pretty much for legal a- reasons, that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, but okay. um, this is pretty much a repeat of last week, except you know, Charlotte and Oscar were gone, girl. So, what do you think? This match was honestly super cool. It was amazing. I'm pretty convinced that WWE is like. Make Loki making them official tag teams, and I'm not mad at it. Like Bailey and Carmella have chemistry, and Bianca and Sasha, girl, oh they might, That's they might fair. like the second that Sasha, the the second that Sasha loses the title, they better go after the tag titles. That's all I'm gonna say. But um, overall, this match was honestly pretty solid. There was a lot of mem- um, all the, these four women are incredible. These are the four faces of the division right now. It gave us the AEW tease because AEW also gave us the four faces of the oh, division oh, oh. in the tag team match. Right. No shade to Sheeta. They're just not treating you. They're just not treating you right, honey. What? Sheeta. How dare you? In like five weeks. I forgot about it. How that. dare you? She has a ma- she has a match like next week. Let me uh, what? Oh god. Okay, wait. Anyways, let's let's talk about anyway. it later in AEW. But this match was just super amazing. Uh-huh. And like it was more on storytelling, more less more into the action. And the thing that really stuck out to me was the freaking finish. Miss Carmella. I really hope that's a permanent I really hope that's a permanent right. finisher. Like she gave us her, she is really serving her Tori Wilson era. She combined the Tori Nado DDT and the nose job. <laughs> did I lie? You didn't. You spilled. You spilled. That's so true. Though. And it I was know. amazing. And like I think this this is definitely a much needed win for the heels because they've been taking some pins in the past few weeks. And I didn't think Bianca could afford another loss. So it was pretty good. Like, you know, I you know, I'll allow it. I don't like Sasha losing, but I'll allow it this week. So um <laughs> wait, that's funny. And then me, you know <laughs> No, I'll allow it, because I'll allow it. And I think now that just sets up Carmella um having a rematch in the rumble. And I really mm-hmm. hope that that much will serve, honestly, because um yeah, I just hope that match will serve. And Sasha, and I'm just thinking of how Sasha will counter that finisher. You know what? Sasha Banks really gave Carmella a lot of opportunities to improve. Like, I'm not just giving it to Sasha. I'm, give, I'm also giving it to Carmella. Because you know how Sasha has crazy talent in terms of helping other people go over? And yes. Girl, she gave Carmella one of the best face busters in wrestling. Like, that's, that's true. Pac, it's really Pac is really shaking with his like. It's really, it's really uh, in the selling as well with the face buster because eight million yeah. bitches you a face buster. But if like no matter how high you jump, if she doesn't sell it right, it's shit. True. Like the only face buster that stands out to me. No offense to everyone who does a face buster, but the only face buster that stands out to me is right now Carmella and in history Jazz because we all know how Jazz does a face. Buster. Also the poison uh, ivy though. 
Like even ivory. Oh, it's ivory. Oh, actually, she doesn't the really. The poison good. ivy. She did, she did it great at the at evolution. Not gonna lie. At that evolution. Was great. Um, but aside from that, you know, everyone has the same way of going. Like, mm-hmm. drop your face, like. Girl, Don Marie tease. We love Don Marie. <laughs> I love Don. Like, Don Marie everyone, go to our show tease. That's not a bad idea, though. What is she doing? Make- Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's okay. okay. But mm-hmm. um, you know, at TLC, you know, Carmela did that whole spinning thing into the face buster, and now she's gonna do this whole cradle face buster thing. We can only imagine the crazy ass face buster she can think of with Sasha, like. I don't know from the top rope, Brie Bella style. Oh yes, moonsault backflip into the face buster. I have no idea. That would but be so amazing. Though. That would be crazy, and it just Yoshirai era. Yoshirai era. But oh, speaking of, is really proving herself worthy. That's in the true, game. though. Speaking. That's true. Speaking of Carmela, I don't know if you saw her New Year photo, but Miss Corey Graves, he looks so tired of taking oh the picture. <laughs> he looks so mad. This, uh, at, like, at the mirror? Was it a mirror? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a mirror. Carmela was posing, and he's just like, he, hot, he looks though. so mad. He did, of course, but like he looks so tired of it. <laughs> it was funny. A lot of those photos, but I also want to give special shout out to Reggie, you know what? I think he's gonna yes. be our tea into the honorary. Ford, how dare you? Who am I missing? Oh yeah, Kip we Sabian have Kip Sabian, Johnny Gargano, the Fiend. Fourth, fourth. We have our fourth. If she has one yeah. more appearance next week, she is her fourth official inductee. So but, let's bro, wait for it. Let's talk about how Reggie did those backflips and girl that was crazy like not gonna lie he sells pretty well <laughs> reggie's jo- reggie's job is the job to sasha banks I, didn't much- lie. You know I would do that for free though hello hey WWE. <laughs> i would pay i would like do it for free but like i can already see it in the future bianca belair just lifting reggie over her over her head that would be crazy oh like i'm just like imagining I'm imagining the possible rumble spots. I know, like, in the past, like, the people who have matches in the rumble don't appear in the rumble itself. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, imagining how, Im- like, the rumble spots, if they're really going to keep the Reggie, like, the rumble spots that he could possibly have True. with other women. That would be crazy, you know. He sells pretty insane, but... He does. Yeah. So, any final thoughts? Oh, wait. Before I go there, um, my f- I know everyone's been asking. No, no one's asking. But, uh, you know, what are my thoughts on Sasha Banks taking a pin as a Sasha stan? I'm not mad. You know, she's, she's been taking a lot of wins. Let's be real. She, she beat Oscar. She beat Carmella. She beat Bailey. Um, she, she actually hasn't lost since Helena Cell. So, mm-hmm. one loss wouldn't hurt her, guys. Like, let's, let's calm down. Would it really? I think it's the end of an era. I lied. That, but you know, it's it's not an issue, especially since she didn't lose clean, you know, because you know Reggie and all of that. But oh my god, wait, pause. I just thought about it. I am manifesting a Sasha Banks Star Wars themed entrance in Mania. Oh, I've heard of people talk about this, and I can see it already. She better come out of the Death Star or something. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't watch Star Wars. That's all I know. That's all I know. Probably come out in like maybe inspired gear. I don't know. You know what? That's true. She should you know what? wear what I'll she did. In, what she did on the show. True. I leave. I leave it. I leave it to her husband. <laughs> I leave That's it to true. her husband. He knows what to Not do. Not even Sandra. 
not even Sandra Gross. She has her own assistant. Assistant. That's true. Not assistant. Um, seamstress. Excuse seamstress. me. Seamstress. <laughs> I don't know, bitch. <laughs> but with that said, um, that was it for our matches of the night. But here's a surprise we got. We got <gasps> the returning. Well, supposedly it was supposed to be the debut of Daria Berenado, but the returning Sonia Deville. Yes. Considering she, yes. she didn't do much that night, she made a lot of noise. She did. She walked the corridor, um, looked at Billy Kay, winked at the riot squad, and walked the corridor and made so much noise. She made even more noise than Sheeta. <laughs> Again, all I'm going to say. All I'm gonna say is this is no shade towards Sheeta. This is shade towards AEW itself. I, I agree with that. But okay, I just want to clarify I'm that I love Sheeta. I'm saying here, but, yeah. she's she's in Mexico yeah. pulling a Tony Storm. Yeah, what? <laughs> no, girl, she's having a match next week. Oh yeah, she has a match next week. Okay, okay but like um, on the topic of at the topic on hand, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sonia Deville, Miss Sonia Deville, returning herself. Girl, honestly, at this point, I'm just super excited for what she has to do. Granted, WWE could have done this better, like save her for the Rumble or make her like a Billy Kay's tag team partner or something. But you know what, girl? I'm not even mad. Like, bitch, Miss Sonya Deville is back. And SmackDown actually has been down a couple of women. You know, they let Zelina Vega go, unfortunately. Um, Mickey James, supposedly on SmackDown, but, you know, she was in the F, in that tier list. I do not want to comment. I don't want to. I don't want to go there because, like, I'm gonna have like you a one what? hour argument of why she L&J, doesn't deserve. Ellen Jay fought for her enough. Yes, she really did. Mickey is nowhere. To, Mickey is nowhere to be found. Um, who else? Um, Chelsea Green has been. Chelsea is injured. Vanessa Bourne is also nowhere to be found. So, like, I'm happy that SmackDown is getting a little bit more variety with their women. Because, sure. you know, all I'm gonna say is we could have only we could only see um Sasha versus Bailey, Sasha versus Carmella, Sasha versus um Tamina. Like, far too much. Like, right. I'm surprised that we haven't gotten Sasha versus any of the Riot Squad PBH. I would like to see it. That's all that I gotta say. Well, that's all I have to say either. Because when Sonya came out, I was just speechless. It's I like, sort of—I don't want to say it's the same vibe, but like remembering Charlotte Flair returning at TLC, and like I felt her aura. It was—it was sort of like that, but like you know, evil because she looked. She looked. Oh. I—I was like questioning myself. I was like, "Am I—am I really gay, or am I just?" Um. Am I in love with Sonya Deville? She looks so hot. Like she did look so hot though. He's Daddy Deville. That's pretty much it. Like, oh my God! Like just for reference. I just want to make, I just want to like share a story. I sent one of my friends, like my lesbian friends, like a picture of Sonya Deville. And she was like, oh my God, who is she? Maybe I should watch wrestling now. I was like, yes, I'll, I'll send you her that. matches. <laughs> oh my God, legit. And when they go to our show. <laughs> Period. But like legit, Sonya Deville is going to be a main attraction, you know? Um, before the Rumble, I actually said this before, but. Um, before the Rumble, I am actually rooting for Bianca to win. But now knowing that Sonya's back, I kind of shifted a, a bit. Like right yeah, now it's seventy thirty. Yeah, right now it's seventy thirty seventy Bianca. But I don't know. Maybe th- I don't know. Like, do they build Sonya very... next? You don't know. You know, honestly, Sonya Deville has more of a like. I don't want to shade Mandy, but I can see Sonya Deville winning a championship over Mandy Rose. Like over Mandy Rose. 
I just see it. And I just want to make like a little another short story before I move on to our spotlight, a special spotlight. Troy actually, I actually gave Troy here a reading, which tire services Ooh. are available right now. Check by Twitter. Yeah, but I gave him a reading about um, Bianca Blair and the Rumble because yeah, he asked about it. And then it, said, it gave me two yeses and a no. But the interesting part is I saw a lot of fours. So maybe she might come out of number four, number 14, number 24, or final four. And yeah, it looks like she has a pretty high chance of winning the Rumble. Interesting. So if she comes out at any of the fours, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com. <laughs> yes. Thank you. But with that said, final thoughts for SmackDown. Honestly, I was impressed with the short time. Amazing. Well, not short time, With the few segments we got. Hands down, period. A great, a great opening to 2021, by the way. That's true. That's the first show of 2021, any wrestling show. Agreed. So well, that said, I guess let's just move on to the special spotlight of the week. So up next for a special spotlight, we're gonna be talking about one woman that to be completely honest, Troy and I don't really know that much, but girl, it only took us one match. I'm going to repeat, one match, one match to be drawn to this woman. And I actually saw a couple of her matches afterwards. Her name is Miss, not, no, not Miss. Her name is Camille, mostly known for her work in NWA. And all I'm going to say is, honey, she has one of the best physiques of any women's wrestler I've seen. And she has the right, um, she has the right, um, what you call this? She has the right balance of power and flexibility. Like, she's a diva, but she's a strong diva. Like, kind of similar. Like, if I were to compare it to someone, she's giving me so much Jade Cargill vibes. And to be honest, Camila just ha- has just has just such a look that is so strong. NWA is so lucky to have her. And I am manifesting for NWA Shockwave. When it, I am manifesting um, Serena D versus Camille for the NWA Women's Championship. I am manifesting that. That's all I got to say, to be honest. Well, for me, um, I actually discovered her because, you know, NWA Shockwave, they actually started doing that um, recently because of quarantine. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll give it a chance, you know, because I don't really watch NWA. Um, and it's not like I'm enjoying AEW anymore. So. <laughs> what? Hey, this just week kidding. was amazing. You got to admit. I mean, this week, you know, they just had to, you know, wait till the year ended until they served. But. You know, the thing with AEW is that I that there was a time where I enjoyed their NWA crossover talents way more. Like, that's Shabarosa, true. Serena Deeb, Allison K. Serena Deeb is an AEW talent. Hello. Well, she's the NWA women's champion. So let me Fair pretend. Enough. But you guys know what I mean. But so I was like, okay, I'm interested. Let me see what the NWA divas, divas have in store. So I did my stuff. You know, I saw Maria Canella. So, you know, let me gag. The divas are back. She was on the thumbnail. She was on the thumbnail. She was in the main event. But what stood out to me as well was this women's match. On I think it was the first. I'm not sure if it was the first. The first women's second. match, I'm pretty it sure. It was the second match. Of, first women's match, for sure. Okay. Um, I saw Heather Monroe. We all know who Heather Monroe is. She's been on AW. And then we've seen we've seen, we saw Camille. Um, before the match, they actually announced you know Heather Monroe versus Camille. And when I heard Camille, I was like Camille. Hmm, okay, pretty simple name, kind of like Aaliyah. So I was like, maybe she's a diva, you know, classic. That's diva. true. Until the entrances happened, I was like, holy shit! 
I was like, this bitch can probably beat the shit out of me. Like, I just know it. Like, and you, you probably said it best, but her physique speaks for itself. <laughs> she is fit. She's lean. Her muscles are so defined. Like, I am shaking at her boots. Um, and her moveset complements her style so well. You know, um, she, um, in that match, she finished it with a spear, but she delivered great suplexes, um, great neck breakers, and all of that. So I was like, okay, Camille come through and you know um you said it before me but i also thought of jade cargill beforehand so i was like this is interesting i hope jade is somewhat similar you know we haven't really seen any from jade but if this is anything like jade um sign me up because i'm interested but for camille she's doing well for herself right now um, hopefully we get to see her in AEW somewhere in the future. Or maybe know, like even WWE. Awesome. Or even or Impact. Or Impact. You but, never you know, know. I'm super interested in what she has in store because, girl, she's built like a Greek goddess. <laughs> Speaking of Impact, we are going to have Impact and NW. As we, as we said before, we're going to have Impact and NW reviews very, very soon in our Patreon. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe to our Patreon. But without further ado, Troy, do you have any final comments or shall we move on to AEW? And actually one of their best weeks, I would say. True. Well, if you do want to see our NWA and Impact reviews, it only costs one US dollar. So please sign up. We or three if you want to see the videos. True. But that's all. So without further ado, let's go all elite, y'all. All Elite Wrestling is here, and this is actually one of their better weeks. That's why I said something like that. So, you know, EEW, typical dark, typical dynamite, but the dynamite was something special, I would say. Of course, we all know it's a tribute to Brody Lee, but that actually gave us one of the best women's matches in AEW, period. So let's first go to AEW with, I mean, the dark, it's the dark first. So we got a couple of matches. We got Penelope Ford going up against Lindsay. Snow. Honestly, I don't really mem- remember much of the match. All I remember is okay, Cutter, Penelope with the win, one, two, three. And that's honestly pretty it. Same here. Honestly, I have more to say for Penelope on Dynamite because Dynamite pretty much outshadowed Dark this week. Let's be real. Because usually, you know, it's the other way around. There is, say, Dark even Dark. NXT. Yeah, you know, NXT didn't really do much, you know. It, they're on they're in Mexico right now. You know what? That's gonna be an <laughs> when, someone, when someone's taking a break or like not doing anything. She's in Mexico. No, they're in Mexico, pulling a Tony Storm. But <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, Cutter, Penelope Ford, period. She had a better showing on Dynamite for sure, but for sure. Lindsay Snow is still pretty interesting. Um, I hope she doesn't become too much of an enhancement talent because I see potential. I see potential. I just, I just find it weird though, because she has such a great look, and I think I don't think AEW is capitalizing on that. So, but moving on, we're going to talk about Miss Anna G- Nani and Annie Anna Ninety Nine J going up against Miss Jasmine Allure. You know, I've talked about how much I love Jasmine Allure last week, and I'm going to continue again. She okay. can sell. She is a diva, and she is a force to be reckoned with in the future. Like. AEW might as well should shine her. Her and Maddie Rinkowski, amazing talent that they picked up. Super happy that they introduced me to her. If there's one thing that 
I do give props to AWS. They have introduced me to so much wrestlers that awesome. I haven't heard of in the past. And I really hope, um, I really hope, like, I'm a bit more in-depth now with indie wrestling. So maybe in the future, maybe Jasmine in her show, maybe even Maddie or Alina Black. I don't know. Let's see in the future. I am manifesting. But overall, I would say this match was pretty great, in my opinion. Anna Jay with the Queen Slayer. And I really, this was actually her last match as a heel, since she is now a babyface and dark and dynamite. Mm-hmm. So, any thoughts, Troy? It is just the same with and dark. Um, the only thing I remember most is the finish. But you know what? Same with Penelope. She got a better showing. Anna, Anna got a better showing on Dynamite. So I'll talk more about her there. But you know what? I'm still loving this side of Anna. But you know, if she does remain a heel, which I don't think she is. Um, I won't be mad. As long as Ty Conti signs a damn contract. Girl, uh, I swear to God. It's been a decade. It's been basically (laughs) a year. True. But up next, the doctor will see you now. It is the waiting room featuring Matt Seidel. So we do not really get to talk about that side of things. I mean, we can talk about the debut. So we can talk about um, Britt Baker. What what can you say about that? (laughs) You know what? Britt Baker is so good at throwing shade, like subtle shade. Like even she did. Like she mm-hmm. said, we'll never forget your debut. Which, by the way, if you don't remember, Mansaidal's debut. Yes. Um, he pulled a Shotzi Blackheart and did a Phantom. No. no. But you know what? Saw Shotzi did it better. But anyways, but although I will say that that debut was really, I felt really bad for him. But at the same, same. time. Yeah, I only watched the women. Oh my so. god, do not. <laughs> did not say you actually live for that. No, I did not okay. live, but you know. Okay. Especially knowing him from his WWE days. Anyways, mm-hmm. we're a little bit podcast, but you know, one of these days she's going to have a female guest on, I was going to say the Pipe Marshall podcast, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> the waiting room. So <laughs> um, maybe that's when we'll have more to say, but right now, for all of the men, guests um i think my thoughts are still the same reba is a great backup support role um Britt baker is great as a heel so far she's still able to maintain her relevance and her skill as a heel so that's good and you know what she's probably the, my favorite in the division right now alongside the other three women in the tag match in dynamite so I would say really more of the same, but um, I just love all of the AEW women. They all deserve a chance to shine. And what can I can say here was like what you said, her shade was just amazing. Like when she was like, oh, when my title was like, I beat Christopher Daniels. Everyone beats Christopher Daniels. I beat Aaron Solo, who I've never heard of him. That was literally Britt Baker and I was I living for it 100%. Perfect. And I am just waiting for another female guest to be there because unfortunately last time we were a bit let down with Ty Conti. Like we never really got... Um, a proper answer to the whole Dark Order situation. And hopefully next time, I can definitely see her inviting someone like Red Velvet in the show. So let's see. Any more comments or next match, shall we? Not more, not more. As I said, after Jasmine Allure, another woman who I'm impressed with is Maddie Renkowski going up against Leva Bates. And you cannot talk about this match without that opening segment. And like Miss Maddie Renkowski, like Miss Leva Bates gave her, um, 
The Killing the Business, the book by the Young Bucks. Young Buy it Bucks. if you want to. And Miss Maddie was like, I hate books. She like ripped it apart, gave me Mean Girls flashbacks. Yeah. So um, that was such a heel, good heel work. And the thing with Maddie Rankowski is, um, one of my favorite movies of hers is, I think it's called, I'm not, it's, I think it's called The Face Reality. Like, like mm-hmm. she's sitting, her opponent is sitting down and then she like runs around and does a face buster to it. Very diva-esque, oh, yeah. very diva. And I love her gear as well. It's like one side is like, it's like a jogging, it's pants and on the other side it's short. It's not been done a lot, but she makes her really stand out. And that just makes me a big fan of Maddie Rankowski. When it comes to Lee the Bates, meanwhile, um, I can't, we can definitely see that she's holding back. And I'm honestly still wondering why. Like, um, she hasn't even used a finisher to win the match. Like she's been winning via roll up. So like what are they what are they trying to build up here? Like that's what I that's what I that's what I want to know. That's all I have to say. Well, to be fair, she did use a super kick, I believe. Yeah, she did a super kick, but that was before the roll-up. So I was like, hmm. But you know what? At the same time, I haven't really seen much from Leva Bates since her older stuff in the indies. You know, da, 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 da. Period. But, you know, I haven't really seen much of her style yet. Um, I think, I think it was last week where I saw more of it. Like, I saw more of her technical grappling prowess. So that was great to see. But this week, it was pretty much the same. So hopefully we get to see more of her in-ring stuff. Her moveset, there we go, her arsenal more, because we know it's there. We just haven't seen it. So good luck to her in the future. We don't know what's going on for her, but you know what? The rankings are reset. It's a new year, so. Yeah, that's Let's actually see. another thing. That's another thing that you have to take note. Everyone is back to zero in the EW. So mm. let's see what happens after that, but moving on, on our final match in AEW, we got Ty Conti going up against Vert Vixen. You know, I'm not gonna lie with you, Vert Vixen. She didn't catch my attention last week. You know, we got Jasmine Allure last week. So same with Maddie Rankowski, but Miss Vert Vixen, she caught my attention this week for sure. Like, she just she just caught my attention. Like, she knew how to sell. Uh, I also like her little post at the beginning, and she actually sold the I forgot what I think it's called the TK the TCO or something the fi- her finishing move of Tycon so that was pretty amazing in my in my book so yeah same here so yeah it was just it was a pretty cool match in my opinion but but I personally think it's about Ty it should it would have been better if they had a tag match speaking of Ty Conti and Anna Chase so yeah that's all I have to say same here um you know typical um, Ty Conti um, doing her judo stuff, which is super unique. You know, um, it sets her apart from the rest of the women in, in the division because, um, you know, she has that background. So it sets her apart. Um, but yeah, pretty much the same thoughts with Penelope and Anna Jay. I have more to say on Dynamite, so I'll save it for there. But great match from the both of them. And Vert Vixen is starting to get onto me. You know, she's not, I'm not buying it yet, but it's starting. It's starting. That's true. That's Any more final comments on Dynam- Dark? So, or shall we just move on to Dynamite? Let's just move on. Moving on, we're going to, da- we're going to Dynamite A. 
Miss Dynamite over here, the Brody Lee Tribute Show. Again, once again, rested at Brody Lee. I really hope he's doing well right now. And so what's with his family and friends. But um, if y'all didn't know, Negative One or Brody Lee Jr. did book this match. And all I'm going to say is, Miss Brody, Brody Lee Jr. over here gave us a better, he was better than the creative team the whole year. I hate to say it. He spilled. He literally so- gave us one of the best matches. In- he literally gave us one of the best matches in the freaking. He gave one of the best best matches. So yeah, I I think signed Brody Lee Jr. as a freaking creative, but. Speaking of the match, it was Anna Jay and Ty Conti, or TJ as we call them, going up against Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. So Miss Penelope Ford and Britt Baker, two of, our fa- two of our biggest faves, I would say, in AEW. Troy, I know you've been wanting to talk about this match. Go right ahead. You know what? We watched this match like right before we recorded, and I told you, Gee, this is pretty much the women's division in AEW. Like, these four girls are the main divas, our main attraction for the women's division. Like, let's be real. Like, these four are the ones who I personally look forward to the most. And, you know, in the past, I've been like, I, I really admire that Britt Baker has her whole talk show and all of that, but I want to see her in the ring soon. Sure. And this is the one that I was asking for. Um, before I do get into the match, I want to say that AEW did a really good job in the whole, you know, Brody Lee tribute episode that was spectacular. Um, like ev- the whole show was devoted to him. So good job there. Um, I feel like it's because we're relatively new to this kind of treatment because you know WWE doesn't really do those types of episodes. But it was a it was a you know hats off to AW. That was a great showing. Um, but in terms of the match itself, wow! Did did his that's son, true. Just- just book one of the best women's tag team matches I have ever seen. Probably this year, not gonna lie. Probably this whole year because he really chose the top four divas of the division. Let them have their own moment. Um, each and every one of them got to showcase all of their moves. Like even Penelope did a blockbuster, which is something that we I believe we haven't really seen from her. So like that's really cool to see for the first time. Um, what else? Everything was just so spectacular. It felt so well done, well um, well trained for. Everyone felt like, honestly, a veteran in the ring, especially Anna Jay, considering she got the hot tag. And that tag was hot as hell. Like, girl, she was doing the Dark Order sign. She was pointing to the heavens because, you know, she's paying tribute to Brody. It was just such an emotional match for her. And I see that she really put the effort into it. You know what I mean? And I'm just so proud of her and what she's accomplished. And you know what? She scored the win. She made Penelope tap out. So hats off to her. I'm really proud of all of the women in this match. That's all. I'm back. I am so sorry to understand that I was gone for a while. But yeah, my my thoughts on that match was just amazing. I, I, I keep on saying amazing, honestly. But um generally this was such a great tribute to Brody. Um um even like this the move I, I, I don't know what it's called, but you know that move you the where Reba said like I believe it was Anna. She said Anna in one of the corners and then like oh Miss Penelope God. over here just like did like some double knees or something. Oh. 
Lindsay that was amazing. I was like, gone. girl, that, that was one of the highlights for sure. But Anna J are now Anna J is now a face, and same with Ty. I mean, Ty Conti was never really healed. Let's yeah, be real. Really so Anna J as a face is obviously serving so much. She's very. I'm honestly feeling very so much sympathy for her, and I really hope the Dark Order um all eventually um they propel. This is like a propel. But for all of, all of the Dark Order, but specifically Anna J, I told Troy right before we learned right as we were watching that match, Anna J is a future women's champion in AEW. Like, I, I can definitely see it being her year, like 2021. I just really see it like a homegrown AEW talent winning a championship. I can see it for her. And I really hope that she gets her time to shine and 2021 will be kind to her. So, any final thoughts or shall we move on to the final segment? None more. This match got me speechless. So, 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 so. The last, the last, the last segment that we're going to be talking about is Britt Baker was basically like, this shit rigged. She basically like, this shit rigged. She really said that. And then Miss Thunder Rosa came out to a freaking attack her. And all I'm going to say is AEW is giving us multiple storylines. And I would like to thank AEW. I think they listened to our podcast. I lied. But, you know, like, you know, Sheeta and Abaddon next week. I did want, I did want, honestly, a Sheeta and Abaddon um, sort of like um, promo. But I understand that everything was booked by negative one. So I'm going to respect that. But like you know, Brit and Brit and Thunder Rosa is honestly such a match that I'm really looking forward to, and I'm just super excited for it. And another side note, though, I think everyone has low-key forgotten about the impact in AEW, <laughs> um, like you know, crossover. So I'm waiting for that. That's all I gotta I say. You, I, I also forgot about that, but you know what? I'm just glad that they're still pushing for Brit versus Thunder Rosa. Because we got to see this match in the future because we just know how crazy it'll be. So give it to us. So that's, any final thoughts on AEW? Any final thoughts? Probably their best show of the year. Wow, I <laughs> like, would say. I would honestly... Best Dynamite, I would say. Yeah, Best Dynamite. But yeah, props but to them. It was a great tribute show. It was a really great tribute show. I'm hoping the New Year match is going to be amazing. I'm really looking forward to Abaddon and Sheeta. But without further ado, that is the end of episode 21, the first episode of 2021. And I'm really hoping that this will be the episode that gets us to 400 streams. We're so close to it, guys. We five more five more streams as of as of I the recording. Think we are. I think we already are, but are we? I don't think so. But. Oh, but final, final remind, final thoughts. Anything? Well, I'm just glad that we were able to live up. Oh, three ninety five streams. Okay, five, just five more. So, please give us these five more streams. But yeah, I'm just glad that we were able to, you know, prolong this podcast until 2021 because you know 2020 has mm-hmm. been hectic. But this was a great escape from all of that craziness. So That's we got to meet a lot of great people. So and it's been such a hoping great to meet more, hoping to meet more, and yeah, expect more from us. And if you want even more stuff, once again for the third time this episode, we got a Patreon. 
So sign it's up. True. It's really new episode true. coming out on Wednesday. Should we just like should we just say what the episode is gonna be? For sure. For when? the patrons. So like our very first special exclusive Patreon exclusive episode is titled Epilogue Expose. We're gonna be talking about Extreme Expose during their run and after they broke up. So stay tuned for that. There's gonna be a lot of those. So sure. yeah, um, yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon. DM me if you want a tarot reading. My tarot services are up. So without further ado, if you want to see any more women's wrestling stand content or me gagging over RuPaul's Drag Race or WandaVision in the next coming weeks, you can subscribe. So you can subscribe to me. You can follow me at JiggyPBP. And if you want similar stuff and you want to see me gag over Sasha Banks' inevitable title retain at the Rumble, because we've been new. Are you sure about that? Oh, shut up, bitch. (laughs) I lied. I lied. (laughs) (laughs) So please follow me at Troy PVP. And without further ado, that is the end of our episode. Oh my God, I can't believe. Thank you guys so much. This has been so fun. Trigger warning, I'm going to school tomorrow. Oh God, guys. I think deserved. <laughs> but, but with that, Bye said, thank you for listening. Thank you.